everybody welcome back to the woods cast i am justin and per the usual this is a podcast about two dudes who were told are brothers that's the that's the story we operate on uh we enjoy quite a few too many uh, adult beverages and just shout to the abyss about the shit that you meat bags call life uh, we know it's a simulation we have some proof of that later here um and as always everything's made up the the outline doesn't matter and you coming to us from fema region eight would be my uh, younger brother shay what's going on shay Hey buddy, uh, did did you write an outline tonight? Oh, I always have an outline. Oh, that's true. My 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 OCD won't let us let us go without an outline. Now, whether or not we pay any fucking attention to it, because usually we get off track about four minutes into this this shindig. Um, but we'll see, we'll see. At least at least it's a, a it's a um, list of things that I want to bitch about. That I mean, that's close enough to an outline. Yeah, that's pretty much. It's, that's how all my papers start. Um, but also with this from the same theme arena that I'm in now, because Phil has moved, coming to us from, I, I had to look this up, Phil, just in case you yep. want to know, we're in FEMA Region 5. How are you doing, Phil? I am doing great. Glad Justin, are you there. able to tell us where our death camps are located? Um, probably going to be Florida. That's just off the, that's just off the top of my head. Oh, see, I would have thought mine's a DIA. Well, well yours is going to be, honestly, it will have to be underneath Denver Airport because of all the satanic... Uh, rituals that happened there but but phil so la- since the last time we talked you moved to illinois sure and did. had a kid yeah not yeah, that- big life Wait a minute, in that order right moved to illinois got a job had a kid that three well, yep. congratulations congratulations thank you, thank you. doing all the move. dad stuff oh yeah oh yeah I saw, I saw you p- posted a picture of your white tennis shoes that you got to cut the grass in now. Darn straight. New yeah. balances. Well, those are the going out shoes. I got to get another pair for, got to wear those down first, right? And then those become the lawn mowing shoes. And then I get a new pair. Right. 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 There's, there's an order to this madness. There is. Um, I bought like a pair of $6 shoes at Walmart that I cut the grass in and Rachel hates them. And I hate to tell her <laughs> that I'm one hard sneeze from them just falling <laughs> apart, like just disintegrating under me. But, um. I hate to cut the fuck grass, but Shay, you don't have to fucking worry about that, do you? Fuck no, I don't. There we go. I bar- I barely have a lawn, and apparently there's a guy named Ian that cuts our grass. <laughs> I haven't talked to him, All but right. like he comes, I do the grass is real tall, and then it goes away. So I assume he's doing his job. There you go. Well, I, I cut it like every two weeks, whether it needs it or not. Needed to cut it this weekend, but it rained sideways, so. I'm not going to lose any sleep over it. My uh, my neighbor is one of those guys that, you know how you have those things, like if your neighbor cuts your grass, you got to cut your grass because now yours looks too high. Well, my mm-hmm. neighbor, the neighbor that's on my side, she never cuts her grass, so I'm solid there. The neighbor across the street who keeps his, like, manicured, he's a teacher, so he ain't got shit to do over the summer. So, like, he's doing it twice a week. And uh, I know for a fact he does nothing but watch Fox News. And not ironically like I do it. Like, he turns it on Fox at, like, 5 p.m., I can see it through his big bay window all evening long. Never changes it. So that's the guy across the street. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, he's. He, I, I saw. I, I saw him watching Fox News from your porch when I was there for that 
uh, oh yeah yeah it's he's got this big bay window and he, his tv is like perfectly situated so i'm like so every now like every now and then i'll look at his his tv and turn my tv to fox I'm like yep yeah, he's watching fox but so he can go fuck himself um all right all right what are we doing here guys all right so uh i, I got beers shay you were you were drinking earlier Phil, uh, Phil, are you sipping uh, on anything or are you still a teeteller still i am not so we uh nerd uh, yeah taking it easy this evening you know well he's probably actually got to go and do an actual job tomorrow shay so i gotta go do a job tomorrow that's not gonna stop me well I, I'm technically bet- between contracts, so like if I show up at eleven, I'm like, man, I'm late. And then I'm like, nobody's paying me right now, so fuck off. <laughs> if you're not being paid, why even show up? I had shit to do. Um, but um, but yeah, so so we all got got our our our, our vices of choice. Uh, we are in the five hundred and fifty first day of the um, Biden administration. Um, it has been five hundred and sixty five days since the last uh, attempt to overthrow a free, free and fair election. Um, Biden is currently three percent below uh, Trump in the uh, five thirty eight poll, and the, um, the Gallup poll he's like one percent behind Trump. Um, the uh, Republican Party has kind of come up with this idea that like if you fall below a certain percentage, you should like automatically be kicked out of office. Like they think that's a thing now. So um, good luck finding that in the fucking Constitution. Yeah, I mean, that's, I mean that's you know that's that's their. Their logic. Now, I'm not going to say if, if all of a sudden after the midterms, Biden announces he's not going to run and somebody else needs to run, I'm going to be dancing on sunshine. But yeah, well, that, but that doesn't mean he automatically yeah, loses. Right. Fucking, right. Well, I was I was telling somebody that my my extremely cynical take on him getting COVID was if he if he were to pass away from COVID, we could sidestep a lot of this Hunter Biden bullshit. We could just honor the fuck out of him for a couple of, like right up through the midterms while talking about how the Republican Party is insane. And then. Um, maybe, I mean, this is a big maybe, but like maybe Kamala Harris could pull off 2024 by riding the first female president ever through uh, a primary. But I, I, I think more than not, she would get smoked in a primary and we would have some other candidate, but whatever. I'm sure. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Her, her, her approval ratings are, are shit with the Democrats and Republicans alike. So not going to happen. Um, it's not likable. No, she's not likable. I don't know. I don't know where that went to. Like, I actually liked it when she was. I, I thought she was pretty a pretty good candidate during the primaries, and then I don't know what the fuck happened. I mean, but that's well, that's vice presidents, unless you. That's all the the nonsense that came out was. Well, she was a uh, was she a prosecutor or a, uh, a DA? Mm-hmm. Um, and all her sweeping around to the top nonsense that yeah came out and some treatment of staffers. I, I mean, I have we have some some friends in Commonville that will constantly talk about her being a whore, and I'm like, dude, you can't pull out of a driveway. You got nope. illegitimate kids all over the place. Calm the fuck down. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll burn that bridge when we get to it. I guess in in a couple months or a hundred. I think we're just under a hundred days now. But but that's neither here nor there. Um, speaking of days, we are 94 days out of a global pandemic. That was called on uh, in April 27th and uh, Rush Limbaugh has been clean and sober for 523 days. Pop that, quiz, why is that funny? Congratulations. Yeah, that's funny because he's still dead. He's still dead. He's still <laughs> dead. <laughs> Fucker is still dead. Um, Now, I'm not mistaken, Shay, you've had COVID. Phil, did you get COVID? No? I had it twice. You had it twice? Well, thanks for taking, thanks yeah. for taking mine, Shay. Seriously. Um, okay, 
first the first time uh i had i definitely had covid it was <laughs> real shitty and then actually <laughs> that was great um and so then, do you, you uh, want to do you want to divulge how you got covid the first time uh, I have no idea. I'm guessing I smoked weed with somebody that uh, COVID. You, you told you guess. told me you told me you you you, sh- you shared a uh, ketamine uh, nose spray with somebody. Oh mm. no! That, no 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 no! <laughs> I gave him COVID. That's not how I got COVID, <laughs> sir. <laughs> yeah, okay. Get your facts straight. <laughs> All right. Um, but uh, yeah, it's uh, uh, I, I I I did an at home. I was probably about. Kind of whatever the like minimal approved travel like safe zone was before I came to uh, West Virginia on the family vacation. So oh. like maybe a week before that, I ended it when it came out of the like isolation cycle or whatever. I never I only did a home at home test and it was like a week positive. And then like right after that, Alex got sick, so she's real happy about. She was real happy about that. Now I will say the beginning of 2020, I was the sickest I've ever been. Mm-hmm. Right, so that was prior to our knowledge of COVID. I right. don't know if it was or not, but I've not been... Oh, have you ever, no, have... I had COVID before it was cool. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. right. Yeah. Super hipster. Um, Super hipster. Did you, have, you ever ta- have you taken a test to see if you had the antibodies? Um, so the first test that I took for antibodies was after my wife got it uh, at our home in Cincinnati. And I did not have antibodies. So that tells me I didn't have it at all. Oh, all right, that's cool. Yeah, because a lot of people got like a really shitty what they thought was the flu in mm-hmm. uh, early 2020 or the yep. end of 2019, and then they yep. get tested for antibodies and shows that they had it. And um, but yeah, well that's good. That's good. Yeah. Um, so I mean, unless they waned in three and a half months, I don't know. I don't know the numbers. But... I don't know the math on that either. Um, you know, um, I know we have to take boosters. I mean, I'm planning on getting a booster this fall just to get through yep. the winter and stuff, but. Um, the moral of the story is, is we pretty much got COVID under control. We've moved from a pandemic stage to a uh, endemic stage, much like the flu. Um, that let a bunch of these right wing assholes say shit like, you know, see the the vaccine never worked. We didn't have to mask. You know, you know, shutting down everything didn't work. You know, the lockdowns didn't do anything. You know, blah blah blah. It's like, well, you know, we didn't really have a lockdown because, like, what was it like five hundred fifty thousand youth went and uh, went to a Sturgis uh, bike rally. And you just hung out. Um, and all got COVID. Yeah, got, everybody got quite a bit of COVID. Um, but yeah, you fucking idiots went Sturgis bike rally and, and passed it around. So yeah, nobody, nobody really locked down. But um, the numbers for that are like, we still, like 92 million people in America got COVID. Um, racked up 1, 1,052,054 American deaths. Um, that's over five, I'm sorry, 351 911s or over 263 kilo bin, kilo bin as we say it on the podcast. Um, that's, those numbers are insane. Um, but we still have people that like, you know, deny it ever happened. Deny COVID is even a thing. Have I you guys... updates, Justin. Yo, what's that? Oh, I, miss yeah, I, need... I miss those updates. I said, I said I would stop doing that when it stopped being a pandemic. Mm-hmm. And I did. Fair. But um, nobody cares. Yeah, nobody. Cares. A lot of people. A lot of people died. There, you know, it sucked. Shay, Shay is but very now, right. Now, now, what, what's the what's the new hotness now? Now people are upset monkey about monkeypox. Monkeypox. So like, well, that's you know, what I was going to ask you guys. And polio just came back. Nice. God damn it. We got, that's hot. We fixed. We fixed this. Yeah. 
We had this. I mean, all right. Let's be clear. Polio what? came back in that like two people had polio and they didn't give it to anybody else. Like, oh, it, it, like, like to be clear, this isn't like there's a polio outbreak no. now. There's no. like three no, 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 people no. that might have it or whatever. So, anyway, continue. But um, but the one thing I was going to ask you guys about the monkeypox. Have you heard that it's a gay disease now? Yes. Yeah. Have you heard this show? Yeah. I heard that, that it had been like one of the original outbreaks tracked down to some, some club in, in London. A rave. Some, some dudes, some dudes yeah. got weird with it. It's so, good for you. Enjoy it. If it feels yeah. good, do it. Yeah. Uh, We're not but, here to kick uh, shame anybody. But I, I, ha- I have seen where on on the right, I could have sworn I saw somebody link me to some fucking Newsmax or OEM oh, yeah. article that was about how monkeypox is a gay disease. Yeah. I was like, yeah. fucking what? Yeah, we're, that, we're, we're doing crazy. the 80s again. We're, we're doing yeah. Reagan blaming, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. you know, yep. AIDS yeah. on, on the gays. And, um, but yeah, like some of, some of the really far right, just complete assholes, real bad transphobes. Like Alex Jones is a, is a huge transphobe and all the, all the shit, sh- shit sticks he, he runs with are too. And, um, like I was just like I had a, I had him on in the background. I was like doing something in the lab, like half nosing, and they're like, "Yeah, it's a gay disease." And you know what? You know the way you, you get was it way you keep from getting monkeypox is you don't go to the the, the pedophile grooming uh, dance clubs that the gays go to. And I was like, "Hold <laughs> on, guys! Like you're stirring a pot with a lot of different things here. Like what are we talking about? Like gays or pedophiles just by definition? I thought they were robbing you of your man. I, I, I you know you, you, you know you, it's just the keywords. If you throw those all yeah. in there." Yeah, yeah you no, know, you're exactly card, right. And that's the producer marks it in the back. Yeah. Okay, now we can move on to the next segment. Right. Yeah. Yeah, Sam Cedar was saying basically that same thing, Phil. Sam Cedar was like, you know, the Republican Party doesn't have a, a platform per se that they want to discuss. They just have a culture war that they're gonna that they want to complain about. And, you know, for a while it was guns, then it was assault rifles, now it's trans people or CRT. They just pick something and complain about it. But um I was uh one of the, one of the, you know you, you see that joke from high school or that joke about like the people you went from high school and like you see them on Facebook and you're like oh you're a shitty person now and um, this one guy I went to high school with shared um, a, a homophobic meme about Pete Buttigieg and then a transphobic meme about Michelle Obama because on the far right they think she's a man um, and he shared it in, like in the first like in 15 minutes of each other and I was like man somebody here is secretly worried that penises are delicious. And he was yeah. like, "You shut up! You, you watch your mouth. I'm, I'm 100 percent straight." I bet you are. Yeah, which always makes me think of the um, Ron White joke, where he's like, told his friend, he's like, "Everybody's a little bit gay." He's like, "What are you talking about? I'm 100 percent straight." He's like, "Well, do you watch porn?" It's like, "You know, I love to watch porn." It's like, "Do you only watch porn with women and only women?" It's like, "No, you know, I love to watch a man and a woman have sex." It's like. Do you uh, like the guy to have a small, flaccid penis? He's like, no, I like to have a big old rock hark. Oh, shit. He's like, see, got you there. <laughs> he was always my favorite of those fucking blue comedy guys. He's the only one that ever had any good jokes. Mm-hmm. Right. But the problem is, is like, he is pretty, I mean, I, I, I don't give a shit. He's not very political in his, com- in his comedy. Um, but I know for a fact he hangs out with, like, Joe Rogan and oh, yeah. Jones and those fuckers. So... That sucks, but what are you going to do? If you're rich and live in Texas, I guess that's where you're going to hang out. Yep. Um, but yeah, so COVID's a thing, still a thing. Um, uh, what are we moving to? Oh, uh, my, my, uh, I was, I was telling uh, Phil before we got on, Shay, like my outlook's all messed up, so my outline's all scooshed up in this one corner of, of my window. Um, so um, did, I don't know if you guys knew that today was a holiday, 
But today is a holiday because Alex Jones started his first trial of four where he's going to just get fucked up um, because he did it. That's the best way of getting fucked up in a trial. Um, there are four families, four Sandy Hook families are suing him, uh, three in Texas, um, te- uh, technically in Travis County um, in Austin, excuse me, and one in Connecticut. And so one trial started today. And um, like, like you've read in the news, he's already been defaulted on all of these because they were just complete assholes during the entire process of discovery and depositions. And one of the things I want to, I want to play, I want to play you a clip from um, Alex's deposition. And I've listened to this deposition probably four times now because I find it uh, not just the deposition, but if you really want to find something funny, um, the knowledge fight podcast, you know, of course covers all these depositions and nails him down where he's lying and horseshit, you know, like they do for their whole show. But this one deposition I love so much is because Alex Jones, you know, of course the guy who's supposed to have the answer to everything, who's right 95% of the time, um, has no fucking clue, no fucking clue what's going on in any of these, these, uh, court cases. Like he can't name the people that are suing him. Um, he doesn't know which lawyer represented him with which case. Um, he can't, uh, he can't, um, come up with like when they did um, discovery and when they didn't, and so like w- the one thing that I thought was was super fun is like in the last couple like days, Alex Jones has gone on a bunch of people's um, other people's podcasts, and he said that he's been railroaded, and that's a kangaroo court, and that he never got his day in trial, and then you know, you know, I, I know I was I, I grew up in America where um, you're innocent until you're found guilty, not you're guilty until they tell you how guilty you are. He's just just shoveling so much horseshit that I want to play this little clip where the lawyer from, um, this is, um, uh, Mark Bankston is the lawyer representing the Sandy Hook parents. It's just like telling him that he's such a little bitch and he doesn't know what's going on. It's, it's so much fun. So just, I just, I could play like, I could play like six minutes of this, but nobody wants to sit and listen to six minutes of Alex Jones, not knowing what the fuck's going on. But this is a pretty, um, this just should be pretty, pretty good example that when he goes on, um, when he goes on television to tell everybody how you know unfair it's been, he's just completely full of shit. So you guys can see my screen, right? Yep. All right, here we go. And you, yeah, everybody should be able to hear this when I start. Okay, so now let's go through it here. Yeah, You've got go. Mr. Fosner and Mrs. Delarosa's case where you didn't even. Um. Let and and for those of you listening, uh, this is just uh, the fourth. The fourth. Um, Shit. Uh, fourth deposition. So what we're what, what we're seeing is Alex Jones looking very perplexed, and Mark Bankston just telling him how he fucked up all these cases. Uh, An answer discovery. You got Mr. Hassan's defamation case where you didn't show up for defamation, answer any discovery, or show up for deposition. Neither did Mr. Schroyer, neither did the company. You've got Mrs. Lewis case where you wrote an affidavit saying your lawyer screwed it up. And you've got Mr. Heslin's IED case which you just got sanctioned because you sent Rob due to the deposition. He couldn't answer any questions. And if all of those things are true, when you get onto your show and you tell the, your show that this is all just a kangaroo court and you completely complied but got railroaded, that's not true. None of that's true. No, it is true. I, re- I mean, I remember giving you guys all sorts of stuff and you would say you hadn't been given it or you weren't, it wasn't given the way you wanted it. It's just, I mean, look, it should be on the issues of what did I say on air? Um, a note, he does not want it to be on that because he will lose again. <laughs> yeah. But, okay. It should be maybe, and I asked you those questions, and you didn't answer them, Mr. Jones. And that's not fair, is it? Mr. De La Rosa, Mrs., um, excuse me, Mr. De La Rosa and Mr. Posner have the right to ask you questions, right? 
Do you agree with that or not? I, I mean, I've sat for these depositions. You have not sat for a deposition for Mrs. Delarosa and Mr. Mm. Posner. And they have that right, don't they? I don't know. He, yeah. That's 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 Alex Jones, the guy who knows everything about everything, getting his getting his his tank kicked in in a deposition, and it goes on for like four four or five more minutes, and they're like, "No, you didn't." And the thing is, is like he has no clue which lawsuits are talking about. If you go back, um, if you go forward a minute, like like I said, I could have sh- listened. You played you like six minutes of that horse shit, but at one point he's like he's like, "Do you know who's suing you?" He's like, "I don't know, I don't know." Who it is. <laughs> like, love it. I love that so much. Yeah, and uh, so, and so, yeah, and and like I want, and then there's other points where the um, and the funny thing, there's there's the one through point through all these depositions is that Alex Jones, and I, I I'll give Alex Jones some credit here. I'm trying to follow this as just somebody who wants to watch Alex set himself on fire. I'm having a ball with this, right? It's hard for me to keep track of which case is which. Because some of the parents are represented in all three, you know, because it's, it's kind of a little bit confusing. So, like, I'll give him that. Like, but also, this is this is his life that they're just going to yank out from him. So you would think he'd fucking notice what's going on. I mean, I'm just some jackass that uh, gets drunk with my brother on a podcast and we talk about this and have our friends on to get drunk with us. And uh, so if I can't keep up with it not being a lawyer, you know, being a physicist and a lawyer, that's fine. I, but I'm not the one in, in, the, in the fucking trial. But one of the throughputs that is funny is in, I think it's Neil Heslin's case. Um, Neil Helson sued uh, Alex because um, Alex said that there was no, or, or on Infowars they said there was no way he could have held his son, and then they said his son didn't die, and so Neil Helson uh, sued the shit out of him. But in that case, um, they gave uh, no nothing, nothing at all. And in the next case uh, for Leonard, Leonard Posner, they the only thing they produced, and they were like, "Hey, we want all the files you have on Leonard Posner." Well, whatever it is, like you know, and they gave him they they gave him one file, and it was a two hundred page uh, background check on Lenny Posner, and the and like everybody at Infowars know it's fucked up that they had this this detailed background check on one of the people that they told people to go fuck with, and like everybody at Infowars is like I don't know where that came from, like either they literally don't know who ran the fucking background check. Or they yeah. literally don't know where it came from, but it comes up in every deposition and everybody, whether it's uh, Alex, whether it's that Rob Dew producer, whether it's the corporate representative they hired. Like, they hired some lawyer, um, some lady named Paz. They paid her $35,000 to go in there and try to be professional, and they got sued, They got sanctioned $70,000 for that one. But, like, nobody knows where this background check came from, and it's funnier than shit. But, uh, yeah, so that's Alex Jones, the guy who knows everything. Not right 95% of the time. On trial right now, going to lose. I mean, he's already, I'm sorry, he's already lost. They're, they're just going to figure out how much money he owes. So they, are they still trying to figure out with him? Because I've not been paying attention to it. Uh, hashtag new dad life, that's what happens. Oh, I get um, it. yeah. What... What happened with his, like, moving money to the subsidiaries of his company? Well, the fact that they were able to pinpoint basically where it went and how much of that money was moved tells me that they know way more than they're saying. Because they they, they, deal, they ballparked at, like, 78000 I'm sorry, $78 million. And in the depositions, they go through that. They go through, like, the chain of custody of all the shell companies. And... um. 
that was one of them where they had the lawyer they hired to come in. Some some name some woman named Mrs. Paz. <laughs> so they paid this woman, and they discuss it. They discuss it in 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 the um, deposition. They're like, so how much were you paid to do this? And she's like, thirty five thousand dollars plus expenses. And they're like, how many weeks were you, were you preparing for this? She's like, two weeks. And they're like. Do you think it's possible for one person to review all this material in two weeks? She's like, oh, absolutely not. And, like, that's ding. That's the first thing that the judge said. It's like, don't send somebody in here who hasn't read or done everything, you know. Yeah. And in that deposition, they tried to go through the, the tree of of subsidi- subsidiaries that make up, you know, InfoWars, LLC, uh, Free Speech LLC, and all this stuff. And one of, and she goes through it, and she does have some information on it. It's kind of funny. She's like, well, um, there is a... Um, a company called A uh, AEJ um, LLC, and seventy percent of that is owned by owned by Alex's parents. Twenty percent of it's owned by somebody. Blah blah. And it's like they're like, well, who do you think the other thirty percent is owned by? They're like, I don't know. It's like, do you know what the 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 name A AEG stands for? And she's like, no clue. She's like, do you know what Alex Jones's middle name is? She's like, no. It's like it's Emrick, Alex Emrick Jones. So you think the other thirty percent might belong to Alex Jones? She's like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Like that's how the, all these fucking depositions go, and then like after they do it, the judge is like, "It must oh, be assholes. so frustrating." Oh yeah, to do that job is for a living because I'm pretty sure that's probably most depositions. Like mm-hmm. honestly, like, like I don't fucking know, man. Like I don't know what do you over here, dude? You pull my ass in here, like, you know? That's got us God. Like, I can just picture the dude sitting across from fucking pulling his hair out. Oh yeah, and um the 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 two lawyers is um. Uh, Mark Bankston and uh, I can't remember um, Bob something or other. I don't know why I can't remember the names, but the, the, you know they're two lawyers in in Austin. And after it became very clear that they were going to get uh, well, after the default in all four cases, they'd already won. They just kind of like had fun with it because, like, I knew that Infowars had fucked up, but I didn't know that Infowars had like skipped two depositions, like just totally did not fucking show up. And then they sent some jackass named Rob Dew. And for for two more of them, and Rob Dew was there as a corporate representative, and I didn't know this, but as a corporate representative, like Phil, if I sent you as a corporate representative for the Woodscast, as a company, you like you can't, you don't answer as Phil, you answer as the company, and a company yep. can't not know something, right? It either yep. knows it or it knows it doesn't know it. You know, you can't just be like I don't know, because yeah. company can't just be like I don't know. And yep. that's all that's all Rob Dew did for like two depositions, and so they got fined out the ass for that. But, um, um, so after the default and after the, this, they started just fucking with him. I don't know if it was just cause the, the way that these guys do depositions, but like what the topic came up of like, why did, um, I, I can't remember what her, she got remarried. Lenny Posner's wife got remarried. So at the time she was Mrs. Posner. Um, but when they buried Noah, their son, um, they're Jewish. And if you don't know Jewish culture, uh, custom says that you, you know, you don't embalm the body and you don't have an open casket. Like you just put the body in a, a simple wood box and you put it in the ground. Um, she had an open casket and the lawyers are like, why do you think she did that? And their corporate representative, which is a, a woman named Dara, she's like, I don't know. And she's like, don't you think it, um, it, it means something that a Jewish family had an open casket. And she was like, why does it matter? They're Jewish. And he's like, I'm not here to answer your questions. You're here to answer my questions. And I was like, fuck, like, that's a lawyer, and that's on the record. I'm not here to answer your questions. And uh, sometimes they'd be like, can you be more specific? And the lawyer's like, no. <laughs> you know, I don't know. 
And then uh, in the last deposition, if you let that one part of it, I'll just let you play. Like, Alex Jones is pissed because, you know, you know he's lost. And the lawyers are kind of, they're like, all right. You know, like, they, they have a relationship now. They've done these depositions a couple times. And so, like, Alex Jones, like, they'll be talking and Alex Jones will start interrupting. Like, no, no, no. You don't get to interrupt me, Mr. Jones. This is my deposition. And he just has to sit there, look all fucking pissed. But, so that starts this week. Hopefully, um, I think it's going to run through um, August. And the thing, the only thing I would say about that, and I don't think you guys should know this, but excuse me. Apparently, Alex Jones has a. Um, uh, I'm going to use this word very carefully. Documentary coming out about him next week called Alex's War. It was done by some filmmaker, and it just kind of came out of nowhere last month. It was announced last month that they had done this, and um, uh, my boys are at Nala Fight. You know. They get quoted in like some, you know, like the New York Times and stuff when it comes to Alex Jones and Infowars because they probably have seen more of his content than anybody. And uh, Dan on Knowledge Five was like, "They're gonna do a two-hour documentary about Alex Jones, and nobody fucking called me. This is gonna be bullshit. Like this is gonna be a puppies." <laughs> yeah. And uh, and then apparently Alex has a book coming out next month that oh. I would give you my left testicle uh, if you could prove he wrote it. I mean. You've got. He's got to make as much money as he can. Oh yeah, while he can, right? Because otherwise he's bored. Oh, he. Is, well, that's the thing. It's like, I, 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 Shay. I know I've probably mentioned this to you, uh, but Phil, you probably haven't heard this. But like in one of those depositions, they, they, um, they depose a guy named Owen Schroyer, who is like is like Alex's protege. There, he's got the war room on after him. He's just a. He's like just a, a broy asshole. And uh, at the end of that deposition, the uh, I have met that guy at every. He, that oh, guy yeah. was a young Republican at every college party oh, yeah. I ever went to. Yeah, 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 yeah. They wanted to talk to you about how taxes were theft, and um, but at the end of his deposition, um, the lawyer Bill Ogden, that's the other lawyer, Bill Ogden, uh, Mark Bankson, and Bill Ogden. Um, at the end of that one, Bill Ogden was was dep- deposing him. He says um, he's and he talks to Owen. He's like, I want to be very serious with you. I don't mean to. I don't mean to mention Mr. I think his name is Brad. Some that was representing him right at that moment. He's like, I don't want to. I don't want to speak bad about Brad here. He's done the best job for you and your course of lawyers. But because they had just they had just basically read out to Owen all the depositions he missed and all the discovery that he didn't show up for because his lawyer didn't tell him about it. And they're like, you know, you have no recourse now. Like, there's no appeal. You have no way to fight this. And Owen's like, well, I know that now. And I was like, "Fuck! You just found out about that? I've known it for weeks. <laughs> you don't know that." And um, but uh, but Bill goes on. And he's like, "I recommend you sue your lawyers because they did you. You know, they really did you dirty here." But I also want to let you know that when you sue them, we will consider that an asset, and we will take that money too. He's like, you know, kind of <laughs> like you don't don't think you're going to make yourself whole after this right. by suing, you know, suing you know Barnes or somebody. Like we will, we will, we will yank that money to you. We will yoink that money right out of your yeah, pocket. Yeah, it's not as well. your money. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. So like Shay was saying, like I know Alex is trying to build up enough money, and I kind of think it's got to be a Brewster's Million situation at this point because like he's not going to get to keep any of that fucking money. Um, no. I mean, they're going to hit him for. I mean, I mean well, I'm but ho- I would imagine he's got, you know, he's got some nest egg. Some ooh, chairs fell down. Um, some nest egg that he's got somewhere, and if he can generate yeah. a bunch of income right now, it acts like you know a bit of insulation between his his rest of his life money and you know let's you know new money well, he has now he can pay on the new fines I guess right well and it's funny you bring up new money like he hangs out with people that 
or he says he hangs out with people that, you know, he talks about how the New World Order is always trying to convert him to the blah, 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 whatever, all that bullshit. But, like, he says he's best friends with Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan's worth, like, $300 million. Why is Joe Rogan not peeling off at 20 mil and handing it to Alex, you know? Like, all these people that he says are, like, are so into his, his fight won't give him a fucking time of day, let alone any money. So... That's fun. It's fun to watch that un, 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 uh, unfurl the way the way it does. I just really hope it's a slow, slow burn for him. Make it hurt. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think these, I think these trials, and like I said, you remember, we're not, we're not, we're not arguing a trial. Like one of the mm-hmm. things that Alex Jones is is saying all over, um, wherever anybody let him talk, is that like, I'm not even allowed to say talk about the First Amendment. It's like yes, because the you put that forth that. You, you, your actions should be defended by the First Amendment. The judge threw out that defense. That's gone. You know, I'm not even allowed to say that I'm innocent. Right, because technically you're not. You've already been found guilty for the shit that we're talking about. You know, it's just very simple court procedure shit that even I understand. And Alex does, doesn't seem to, can't seem to wrap his head around it. But, um, yeah, so the, for the next, like, month or so, they're going to be this trial. And I think the rest of the trials are going to go out for the rest of the year. I think they're one after the other. So... Like what you said, Phil, is probably going to happen. He's going to spend the rest of this year and, and some of next year just in court, just get kicked right in the groin every day. Love it. Yeah. And the, the guys in Knowledge Fight were talking about how, like, there were a bunch of depositions and things that were kept, um, uh, um, were not un, unsealed. And he's like, you guys are going to hear shit in the, in, in the trial that nobody's heard before. And I'm like, oh, this is going to be fun. This is going to be super fun. Oh, yeah. Just, yeah. It's all the good. This is where the good stuff comes out. Yes. Oh yeah. And by good stuff, it's just going to be like real dumb shit where you're like, really, bro? Yeah. It's going to be, you know, kind of like when Shay and I we get all the racist stuff out of our system before we start recording. Hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. This is Alex Jones is going. to, There's a lot of racist stuff on on Alex Jones. We're gonna. We're gonna <laughs> oh man, that that yeah, dude. That's that's the holy grail. It's just like a ten minute try out of him dropping a bunch of hard end bombs, and you're like, oh damn, this guy. Ooh, he's top shelf. I mean, he's not even. He. I mean, he, it, it depends on who you're talking about. He'll he'll go off on a really Actually, I think Alex Jones about, would be. I feel like he's, his, he's very anti-Muslim. Like I was gonna say he. I, I was like, yeah, I took the words right in my mouth. It would yeah. probably be either Muslims or um. Yeah. Now uh, keep in mind, the immigrants. I don't. I, Muslims. Uh, he pretty much hates all immigrants. But, I mean, that's fair. That's fair. But if you if you are, if you're paying attention, anytime he says the word globalist, that just means Jew. Yeah. Yes, so, I do know that. Yeah, that's 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 not a, a hard code to crack. That's not is that that's not a is that considered a dog whistle or just a code? What's the difference? I think it's a dog whistle. Dog whistle. That's the word. For yeah, that, yeah. And then we got the grace. I mean, we've got the great great replacement theory that Tucker Carlson swears he doesn't talk about, but like just the other talks day, talks about all the yeah, time. I know. Lo- he loves that shit. Literally, call just said this is their replacement. Uh huh. They're replacing your culture. Like how how can that be? Oh come on, Tucker. I know you're dumb, but you're not that. Well, yeah, you're probably that dumb. I, I don't. I don't, I don't want to give him any credit, but I mean, I don't want. To, he knows what he's doing. Right. Right. Very true. Well, and speaking of people who know what they're doing, um, I know you guys aren't going to believe this, but the GOP is doing exactly what we thought they were going to do after they repealed Roe, and that is. Make it absolutely fucking illegal everywhere they fucking possibly can, and 
as we sit now, this is kind of a, a in an influx thing. So it's Colorado, kind of, baby. Right, right. Um, and the like, West Virginia had a trigger lawsuit, but I believe there's there's a lawsuit that has paused that. You know, several states that had trigger laws, meaning that they had a they had a law on the books that was you know legally passed that said abortion is legal in the state of Missouri. Just for shits and giggles. Um, but because uh, Roe v. Wade was a federal statute that overrode that, those laws just sat idle until Roe v. Wade was overturned. We, um, as we record this, I didn't think I said this, but we're recording this on Monday. Um, uh, what the hell is it? It's July 25th. Um, we are just like a month and a day after um, the re- repeal of Roe v. Wade. And so the thing I Googled today said that right now we have 44 states that have some law in the books um, prohibiting abortion. Seven states uh, complete bans. Three states ban after six weeks. Another two states have excuse me, a ban after 15 weeks. Ten states have a ban after 22 weeks. Um, four states have a, a ban after abor- uh, abortion after 24 weeks. Um, 18 states uh, uh, impose some ban at viability. Uh, blah, 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 blah. And one state has a third a third trimester ban, which is pretty much the, like the other one. Um, so, like, there's all these different levels of legality. Like, for instance, Indiana, we'll talk about here in a second, it, has, it does not have a ban on abortion, but they had a special session in the Senate that started this week where they will ban abortion. So it's just a matter of time before the states that, that you know, they're batting clean up now. They're they're not they're they're not they're not pushing anything they're not pushing anything out of the way they're not pushing any bound any any new boundaries they're just like yeah this is what we got we're gonna do it and um, the best example of that was this this case about this ten year old that I'm sure you guys heard about ten um, year old was um, assaulted in Ohio could not get a um, could not get an abortion in Ohio so she drove to Indiana um, where it was still legal and got an abortion um, instantly the right wing tried to say it didn't happen. The attorney general in the state of Indiana said that they were going to go after the doctor. And this is the kind of shit they're going to pull. I mean, we already have the, um, you know, like in states like Texas, you already have the $10,000 bounty on people. So this is where we're going. The the doctor, um, I don't know if she has filed the suit yet, but her plan is to go after the Indiana AG and the Ohio AG as well uh, went on. Fox, of course, twice, twice, and oh, doubled down. Yeah. Doubled down on it. Well, the the part I, I hope, yeah, I hope she shoots the absolute shit out of him for defamation or whatever. Um, the uh, Indiana AG said that that the abortion had not been reported and he was going to take her license. Mm-hmm. Uh, found out that it was like like every step of this process. Right wing assholes have said it didn't happen. Um, Tucker Carlson and um, oh god, it's not J- is it Jason Waters? Jesse. Jesse Waters. Um, yeah, that square-headed fuck. That. Yeah, that square-headed fuck said it just didn't happen. It sounded like, because they're like, it sounds too good to be true for the left, so it just didn't happen. And then once they kind of had some idea that it maybe did happen, they tried to be like, well, why are we not investigating the rape? Do Are we sure it's a rape? The, they're ten, 10 years old. Waters was like, oh, well, it never should have happened. He was an illegal immigrant, because of course. Yeah, of that course. was that was the other thing they did is as soon as they found out um as soon as they found out that the rape had happened and again this was a 10 year old girl she's not old enough to consent any sexual activity she had that got her pregnant was rape period full stop no investigation needed um 
The fact that she was pregnant alone was proof of a rape. Um, but right after they found out that, that the rape did happen, the abortion did happen, that the doctor did report it, that all the bullshit they've been spewing out for the last 48 hours was just that bullshit, they immediately switched to, well, he was an immigrant, this shouldn't have happened. Yep. Um, and, and that kind of logic kills me. Because when people say, like, if we let immigrants in and they kill somebody, yeah, that, that, that murder never should have happened because he was an immigrant, he never should have been here. And then I'm like, then what murder should have happened? Yep. Which ones yep. were, were which ones yep. were the, the good murders? Yep. Like, come on, people. Well, and so to your point about uh, she's ten, the fact that she's pregnant is evidence of a rape because she can't right. give consent. Um, let's talk about the old Ray. Is it Ray Lankford, the senator from uh, Missouri, who uh, his belief is that thirteen-year-olds are old enough to consent. Yeah, that's something we haven't talked about on the podcast because I find it very icky. Um, <laughs> that's a technical yeah. term, actually, yeah. by the way. That's, 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 that's a term we term. use in the, the hard scientists. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In the hard sciences, Gross. it's icky. icky. Um, but we do really need to spend some time and drill down on the fact that the in the more religious right, you know, evangelical mm-hmm. right, there is a strong tradition of what we would call child marriages you know child brides and states like tennessee and missouri like they have they have it codified that like if your mom if your parents sign off on it like 14 is old enough to get married like silly shit so like and and, and silly shit and this is a is is a talking ted nugent type shit yeah 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 the nuge dude uh that guy sucks um (laughs) now i you know and i've i've always I'm trying to think out of phrases. I've always read about those kind of laws because, like, you could. There's books on books on books on books on right, books right. on like weird just law, weird laws, stupid laws, whatever. And these are gross laws and whatever. And I know a lot of people will like to pick it, like, hey, there's this one law from the 1700s that says if you're 14, your parents said you whatever. Um, but how often does that translate into actual like modern day instances of that happening? Because like I, you know, I, I feel like if that was really common, that you'd hear about it all the time because it would get blown up into a big issue on on media because social media would eat that shit up. Um, but, it, but like Phil was saying, it does happen. I know it yeah. does. I'm asking like, there's the thing of saying like, oh, the state has this gross law in the books versus how often is that like? I'm curious, like, how often has that actually been a thing where someone said, hey, well, it says I can do this in this law from fucking forever ago. This is a this is what I'm doing. Like, because well, I just, it doesn't, I, I want to know how common it is. Shay, you want to have it, you want to hear a number? That's, I, that's yeah, off? for sure. Yeah. I, yeah. I expected to. Between 2000 and 2018, um, just under 300,000 girls and boys in the United States were married before their 18th birthday. Okay. But what, what does that mean in terms of like, I guess I'm trying, I'm just trying to break it down because like, I know there are also instances where like, and I'm not playing devil's advocate, but like, like I personally know, like, oh, you're a you're a 17 year old emancipated minor, you marry somebody, whatever. But like, I'm like, that's what what does under 18 mean? Like, we're we talking like 12, 13, 14, like. Well, that's I mean that's yeah. that's where you got to get into specific cases. And yeah, I, yeah, I, I know, and, and that's that's why I know what you're like, saying, Shay. Yeah. Like, being being a month, getting married a month before your 18th birthday doesn't doesn't worry me as much as getting married a month before your for sure. 14th like, yeah, birthday. Yeah, for sure. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That other one of those two is real, way more um, uh, icky. I believe is the term. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's... Oh shit! That's just um, that's like that. I'll always hear that because that that's a, that's exactly the kind of issue that either side of the political spectrum would love to exploit for whatever reason. So like, I'm, I'm just surprised it's not all over the fucking place in, in one of these things that like you know well, you're all castle uncles <laughs> posting about. Right, right, right. Well, I'm <laughs> like, on... like, why haven't I heard more about it? I'm on Unchained at Last. I'll tell you why. Um, I'm on Unchained at, at Unchained at Last.org, which I, I can't verify this site at all, except but they've got a map that tells you the age ranges of marriage allowed in um, the United States. Okay. Uh, the well, here I can share my screen so you guys can look at this too. Um, so if you guys are looking, oh, oh, messed that all up. Damn it! Move. There we go. So, if you're looking at this map here, pink means that the uh, youngest age you're allowed to, be, to marry is at 16. So, there are like 30 states, it looks like, that you can marry at 16 legally. All right. Not a fan of that. The black you might want to change your screen here. Sorry to interrupt. What's that? I see your Facebook. That's what I see. Somebody's Facebook. Sweet tattoos. Those are nice. sweet tattoos. What a show. What a cartoon that was. What's that from? Um, I don't, I don't think these dragons are from it, but was it, what was it called? Dueling dragons? Is that better? No, I no. got nothing. This is great no. radio, folks. What? Oh, what because, was that because, you know, the thing is, even if I can see it, you know, our listener won't be able to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Logan. Well, but anyway, <laughs> but the point is, is, here, is there oh, are, is. yeah, there oh, yeah. are one, two, three, four, five, six, eight, nine, nine states that have no minimum requirement for, um, to get married, um, Alaska, you can get married when you're 14. Uh, Kansas, you can get married when you're 15. Uh, many states like Florida, Florida, Georgia, Tennessee, you can get married as young as uh, 17. Um, only th- what one, two, three, four, only four states require <clears throat> you to be 18. I don't like this, no, not, eh, a fan. not at all. Not a fan. I, when can you eman- emancipate yourself? Depends, that, I'm I sure it depends on the state. Yeah. Okay. Again. That I that I would not know because I didn't have to do that. I was not a child like, star. Here, no. here, here's the real thing for me is that like, there's like, like you think this would be a low bar? Like it's in, it's in the media. It's like, hey, insert state will let 13 year old girls get married, and then like nobody from those states like, hey guys. That's not cool. Yeah, yeah. Like just, just some random governor. Hey, dudes, bros. We don't, we don't support that. And then they, they, just, they, not they, they that. just change it. <laughs> you know, well, that's, like, well, that's also like if you if you so look at, if you look into like whether you're allowed to marry a direct relative, like if mm-hmm. you're allowed to marry your cousin, quote unquote. Um, there are a bunch of there are a bunch of laws on the books in a bunch of states that say like, yeah, you're not allowed to do it, but like. Or, or like you know, you're not not allowed to marry your a certain cousin. But there's like only like a handful of states that actually have it on the books that you like you cannot marry any of your cousins, and it's yeah. the states that you would expect because they had a fucking problem with that shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. you know, hey guys, like, your, your gene pool's really fucking with the workforce. We need you yeah. to cut this shit. This out. is not good. This is not good. We get, we need to codify this in law. But um. Yeah, just just like I was I was talking about before, like we're I'm not a fan of of child child brides. I'm not a fan of all these these rape laws. Um, the GOP is going to do exactly what we thought they were going to do. Um, Ted Cruz has already said that we need to uh, re um, 
uh, revisit Oberfeld. Oberfeld was the decision the Supreme Court made that allowed uh, marriage equality. Two thousand three, I think. I'm 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 going to be honest with you. I think there's a good chunk of the GOP that would love that, but I also don't really think anyone listens to him anymore. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, anybody cares what Decker says? Like he's, he's I'm on board with that. Yeah, I, and I mean, I'm not. I, I while he does represent a certain wing of the GOP that is present, like I feel like, like no, like I like you remember a few years ago, like he was in the news a lot. And now it's kind of like, oh hey, yeah, Ted Cruz is still alive. I guess let's just move move yeah. along. Move yeah, along. yeah. Ted no, Cruz it's, is, it's when he nice. he went from looking like uh, oh who was the character was it uh, on the Adams family or. One of those other like spooky shows. No, it was on the Munsters. Oh no, Munsters, he went from yeah. he went from being like Eddie Munster to the grandpa. Yeah, yeah. yo. It was when like, that beard came and he started growing that little mullet action. He's trying to be the common man. Back, yeah. Listen, man, I just slide sidebar. I don't know if either of you have seen the trailer for the Munsters movie that Rob Zombie's making. Okay, hold on. Pin in that. Is it a show or a movie? It's a fucking movie. I and it, it was, was gonna, no, it was go, well, it was going to go on to Netflix or excuse uh, me, theaters. And then I assume somebody in the boardroom saw the trailer and went, "Oh fuck, no. We're not touching this fucking piece of shit." And then now <laughs> Netflix is going to air it. But it is it looks it looks like a low budget porn parody of the monsters but it it looks like watch the trailer it's fucking incredible like i've I've been bitching about this all day to my coworkers. anyone that'll listen to me i'm bitching about how shitty of a director rob zombie is (laughs) but um and how much i wish he was better at what he did because i get where he's coming from but he's very bad at what he does um yeah yeah okay let me okay i haven't seen the trailer have you seen this no, Bill, probably you know, not. Okay. And I just, I heard, just, I heard monsters, and they'd immediately pop some of that shit. All right, I, and I, uh, I, I, I was just explaining to Rachel that the thing I know about Rom Zombie, and it's not good, bad. It's just a thing that he always puts his wife in whatever he's doing. Yes, like his wife is in uh, it somewhere. Shelly Zombie, Cherry Moon. Is it Moon? Sherry Moon I, Zombie? See, I think that's her name. I, I think I said that, and Rachel's like, that doesn't sound real. I, like, it's real. I mean, that's so better than zombie. fucking Soleil Moonfry, so. Right, um, right. And that is a fucking person. Right. Uh, so, that's a thing. Uh, I don't think it's good, bad, or the other. I think no. she's a, a fine actress, better than most, not as good as uh, others, fine. That, there, there's a handful of movies <laughs> that, that she is adequate in. Yeah. And, like, like Devil's Rejects, uh, yeah. House of a Thousand Corpses, I guess. Uh you know she's and 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 that's my that's my it, it sucks because like Rob Zombie's clearly got the passion he's like super he's very knowledgeable about horror and he loves that shit he's you know he's, he's a big fan he's a lot like you know like me or any of my friends it, it's like if one of me or my group had money and resources to make movies but nobody around us to tell us when it was a bad idea to do something right. <laughs> like just complain like I want to do this fucking stupid monsters movie that's a great <laughs> idea Rob fucking you're fucking crushing it dude get your wife sits in there you know you know but I don't know uh, it's fucking that yeah he's you well know. I, I I will say that I I do like his I did like his uh I don't know. It's not a reboot, but like his take on Halloween. The Halloween saga. Yeah, the first one. The first one's decent. The first one is solid. The second one I have problems with just because it goes way too into like Michael's backstory and it it gets a little. It's a little I, much, I see. But to this day, I still haven't seen the second one. I have it downstairs on. Blue it's fine. Because, yeah. It's fine. Uh, I tell but, you, the the. the but I did. You... I did like how he like he focused on the, how Michael's mask was not necessarily just one mask. He made all these masks. Yeah, and was just focused on masks and... I don't know that. To me, that's the same problem I have with like the fucking Prometheus and um, 
Alien Covenant movies is you're answering questions nobody's asking. Like, leave the mystery. It makes the overall product better just having that be an unanswered question. That's why those fucking, um, the new ones, there was what, had the Halloween from 2018 and Halloween Kills. That shit yeah. slaps. Yeah, um, those are good. The second one's not as good as the first one, but holy shit, it's got some of the best kills. There's a part where Michael just pops a guy's eye out of his head with his hands. He just pushes his thumbs in and it's fucking awesome. Yeah. Yeah, they don't they don't try to answer any questions that nobody's asking there. You know it's, who it's Michael Myers is. Fun. Nobody cares. Yeah. Yeah. I will say one of one of my one of the best things I take from I, I did like I did like a lot from the uh, Rob Zombie Halloween was how absolutely monstrous fucking Michael looked compared to the guards at the at the penitentiary. I think I think um, uh, Danny Trejo was one of them. And like, there's a scene where Danny Trejo's like just walking, walking uh, Michael back to his room, and Michael's like hunched over with his, you know, his hands cuffed in front of him, and it's just this giant silhouette, like he's trying to walk a goddamn grizzly bear back to his room, <laughs> and Danny Trejo's just like pulling him along, he's like talking to him, but like just the difference, like his, and I forget it was it was a wrestler who played him in those, uh, I think it was the same guy who did Sabretooth in the X Men movies, but I, I just love that that visual. Yeah, we started off talking about. About um, rape laws, and now now we're we're talking about fucking Halloween. Mm-hmm. That's how this works. Um, well, to get back on topic, this could be fictional, um, but uh, like I was saying, Ted Cruz wants to overturn um, Oberfeld. Um, the House had voted to codify marriage equality. The House also voted. To, I think they are going to, or have already voted by the time we're recording this, um, going to vote on um, contraceptives. Make them codify that in law. Um, both of those will likely die in the Senate, um, except now, now our buddy Adam couldn't be on, but I'm going to quote him here cause it was a fucking funny quote. Um, apparently, uh, uh, Tom Tuberville, the technically the stupidest man alive in the U S Senate right now. Um, he's, they asked him about marriage equality. Like if he cared if they, they, um, codified, um, you know, gay marriage and law. And he was like, I'm all about live, live the life the way you want to live it. It's a free country Do whatever you want. So Adam was like, "If fucking Tuberville is going to be the vote that gets marriage equality over the over the uh, over the finish line in in the Senate, we are indeed leaving living in the goddamn Matrix. This is a simulation. Somebody's fucking with us, and uh, it's a simulation probably run by Ted Cruz. <laughs> but that's where we are on that. Da, 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 da. And I would just like to say that." All of us on the podcast told you this shit was going to happen. Nobody believed us. Everybody thought they would just overturn Roe and go home happy. But they're going to come for marriage equality. They're going to come for gay rights. They're going to come for trans rights. They're eventually going to come for con- contraception. Anything that kills anything that kills a viable uh, zygote that they think is a living person. Um, and to quote Sheldon Cooper, under normal circumstances, I would say I told you so, but I've told you so with such vehemence and frequency that it's already that phrase has lost all meaning. Therefore, I will replace it with this phrase: "I have informed you thusly." God, I fucking hate that show. Yep, you know what, Shay? Nobody asked you. I'm just saying. Yeah, see, Oof. you have the right to hate that show. I do. You don't have the, you don't it's have the right awful. to have an abortion. Well, actually, you do. You can have an abortion in Colorado. Yeah, we're good. I mean, actually, Justin, no, I specifically don't. Because I have a penis. Yeah. You don't. I mean, I don't. You could do. I, you know what we haven't talked about is um, Alex Jones has admitted to having like ten abortions. He, he will not shut up about how many girls he fucked in, in high school, <laughs> college. Gross. <laughs> and he will not shut up about how many women he fucked in high school. He's like, I probably have one hundred fifty women. And and he he says that he he stops 
getting abortions for all the women he knocked up when his dad told him to stop killing his grandkids. Now, I don't believe a word of that fucking story, but I do believe that Alex Jones has paid for at least one abortion. Yeah. I will, I will, I will give him that. But, yeah. That doesn't come up when he's ranting and raving about the, the demonic pedophiles killing babies, but funny. All right. Um, last but not least, have we been paying attention to the January 6th trial? Hearings. I guess it's a hearing. So I shouldn't uh, say trial. Yeah. Define, define paying attention. I know it's happening, and sometimes I read some bulleted lists of what yeah. they talked about, and it's all very wonderful and shocking sound bites that no one is going to care about. Well, people are. I mean, okay. So for the first part, I I, I get where you guys are coming from. I you know you're at work. If they do them during the day, I don't have time to sit and listen to them all. Actually, the actually the cool ones, the 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 big ones, a lot of those have been done prime time after, yeah, right, after time yeah which is kind of fun. That they're I've doing watched. that, but no, I haven't watched it. Phil, you paid any attention? I mean, a bit. Um, we've turned on a couple of the primetime ones. I think we missed uh, we missed a lot of Cassidy Hutchinson's. We had the other one on the other night, but again, dad stuff comes up, and so. Well, it's also it's also like yeah, if you got if you're taking care of a little, a little baby, it's hard to pay attention to that stuff. What I think it is is so polling is showing that like the first when the first one came out when the, when they did the first the first hearing, and there was like fifty percent of the people said they weren't paying attention to it, thirty percent of people saying they were paying close attention to it, and like twenty percent were saying ah whatever, and. Everybody like everybody like you know got their panties on a bunch like oh this isn't working. But as they kept going on and on, like more people are paying attention to it. Like I, I think the ratings, like some somebody, um, somebody said that if you look at the ratings, they're getting getting enough people watching that like a an NBA playoff game would get. Like not not maybe the final, but like during the playoffs, they're like getting you know sizable ratings. People are watching. But the thing that I think is interesting is not not that you're getting like some some behind the shit stuff information. We are getting that, but it's stuff that we already knew. Like. That out that that um like well, here let me just give you a quick rundown. So the, the first one, the first January sixth hearing, they they just basically showed a lot of new footage that we haven't seen of the Trump supporters, quote unquote Antifa. They're still trying to say fucking Antifa did this. Trump supporters just trashing the barricades, storming the Capitol, just being absolute complete assholes. You know, trying to overturn a free and fair election by stopping the count of the electoral college on that January sixth. Second hearing. Um, focused on the fact that Trump knew he lost and all of the people around him knew he lost and um, that all these claims of voter fraud had no merit whatsoever. And everybody fucking knew it. Everybody knew it. They told Trump several times, but he, you know, he uh, tended to not want to believe him, want to believe other people. Um, Jan- the third January 6th hearing um, focused on how much Trump and others tried to pressure Mike Pence to do something completely um uh, unconstitutional, just throw out the electors and pick a new set of electors for several states that would then give Donald Trump the, the electoral college votes to, to win the presidency. Um, I caught some of that and I was like, I was super fucking entertained by like all of Trump's legal legal team going, all right, this is horseshit. You can't do any of this. And also, do you want the the Democrats yeah. to be able to do any of this? Then do you want do you, yeah. do you want Kamala Harris to have the powers you think uh, Mike Pence had, yeah, you know, 
Like, do you want Kamala Harris to pick the next fucking president? Because that's what you're saying right now. You know? And they were all like, oh, I didn't think about that. No, that, that, I, and again, those are like the bullet points that I follow. It's great. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, my thing is, is I want to get this out there, you know, in the grand scheme of things, 100 years from now, historians will look at all this bullshit and it's going to be historic. It's going to be very important, assuming the country's still around, whatever. You know, I don't know. I'm going to live forever. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'll, I'll, yeah. We'll talk about that. As I pound my fifth beer. Exactly. Um, on a weeknight. Uh, I, uh, but, you know, it, the last, at least the last thing I heard as far as like reactions to it, it's like basically, it's exactly what you expect. A bunch of people who already think he did these things and already would have voted against him are tuning in to watch it. And then there's a bunch of people who think it's bullshit and want to watch it just to see what the bullshit is. And it's not going to affect how they think anyway. And then so like because this this isn't for legal purposes. They're not going to put Donald Trump in jail and anyone that thinks that's a fucking idiot. But it is to try to sway voters so they don't vote for the GOP. And I don't think right. it's going to really make a difference. I think, I, you know, it's, you know, I think, well, I don't I, know. I wanna, it's I it's great. I was going to say, Go I, I want to touch on that. So, um, I was scrolling through Twitter earlier today, and they... Because Twitter's real. That's true. Social yeah. media's yeah. not real. Never forget yeah. that. So, um... Anywho, Sometimes they, I seem charming on social media. It's right. There was real. a, uh... Somebody... Oh, I, I need to find this poll. But anyway, they've run polling for GOP members, and it's moved almost double digits yeah. on should Trump be the nominee in 24 um was he responsible that all that fun stuff oh so, okay right. well but like but i guess it's, I, you know it's moving it is yeah. but so what i was gonna say to to phil's point is that like like phil was saying shay i i know you're not seeing it now we're not gonna see it for a while mm-hmm. the midterms might still be an absolute clusterfuck for the democrats i i, I don't you know i'm not i'm not no, no yeah. to i'm, think I'm not i i i, I would I wouldn't be surprised if they kept the Senate and lost the House, but then, like, I also right. wouldn't be surprised if they lost both. Apparently, like, as of now, the House is an air quotes toss-up, or, the, excuse me, the Senate's a quote toss-up. Right, and, and but if you, like, but the polling <laughs> leading up to the these, these January 6th hearings was, like, the, um, all the generic polling, and I'm talking, you know, generic, like, yeah. it, when you vote in the midterms, are you going to vote Republican or Democrat? Like, that should, excuse me, that generic ballot was, was largely in favor of, excuse me, the, um, Republicans. New polling now shows it's three percent in the Democratic side. So, like Phil was saying, there's a shift in this direction because even the people that that thought that Trump didn't do it or when is that from? It, huh? When is that from? When is that polling from? It's from. Say? It's from like yeah. It's probably like the middle. I'd say like number four or five of the hearings after that because like. They've got a couple of hearings. They don't have them all yet. Like I can't tell you. Well, what no, right I'm, now. I'm asking because the last time I looked at it, the polling was basically that it's not moving the needle at all. So the, but the yeah. last time I looked at it was, fuck, how many hearings have there been? There's eight. There were. Holy yeah. shit! I have yeah. not mm-hmm. paid attention at all. <laughs> I thought there yeah. were like five. <laughs> uh, all right, cool, yeah. sweet. Well, here, nice. But, That's but, good like, news. Like, like like Phil, like Phil was saying, it is it is moving the needle on how many people how people think about Trump, how Republicans think about Trump. I, I think that's kind of problematic because I, I, I've told Phil this before. Like, you know what in my what I want to do is I want Trump to run for president in twenty twenty four, get the nominee, get the nomination, and honestly, whether he wins or loses in twenty twenty four, 
that's up to you know the, the the idiots that support him or don't support him. But I I just want I just want to be able to be like you know people tell me oh you just vote Democrat because the, you're you know you always vote Democrat. It's like no, it's easy this time. I can vote for the guy who did not try to overthrow the last election and the guy that did try to overthrow the last election. And if you're you know and and I want I want the Republicans that have to make that choice. I want yep. them to say like hey we watched now we got eight hearings now. I'll run through what the focus on the other four are here in a second, but. They're going to do more in the fall. And after all of this, if you still think Trump is a godly, holy man that really won 2020, then you're an idiot. You're just an idiot. I you're mean, yeah, I guess, I guess, yeah. I, I guess I'm, I'm not worried. I guess I've just, you know, again, I could be wrong, but I think it's a, I'm not worried about Trump running. That's not the thing that scares me. I don't really give a shit. I know Trump. He's not a not. What scares me is that someone like Trump, he doesn't get the nomination and then someone like fucking Ron DeSantis does. Yeah. And that is a way scarier proposition than Trump. Like, that's why I'm like, you know, cause like, yeah, okay. I'm not going to vote for Trump because of these hearings, but this guy, Ron DeSantis is awesome. I'm going to vote for him. So it's like, right. it, the, the, the turd just gets bigger. The further up the problem, go, like the, the problem I see there is that, and, and I'm not, I'm not, this is not fucking new knowledge, but the, the 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 reason that DeSantis scares me is the same reason that Pence scares me is that or Pence, Pence is, I forgot yeah Pence yeah. yeah Pence is a goddamn theocrat like yeah. yep. Pence Pence would have women wearing burkas if he could yeah. I, I, I'll be honest with you I think Pence is a fucking weirdo I think he's yeah. evil I don't think he's stupid no, no he's he not does. he is not stupid yeah. he's not a stupid yeah. man but that's, that's our problem, problem. And that's like the Phil problem. said yeah Phil's right that's the problem not only is 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 Pence a, a goddamn theocrat, but he knows how to pull the levers of power that Trump did not know how to do. Exactly. Trump thought if he tweeted something out, it was law. You know, he's just that big of an idiot. And so Pence was like, "I'm just gonna, you know." And that's and like, then here's well, the what? thing. And this, I wouldn't be surprised if this is a long term strategy on some level for Pence. But next to Donald Trump, Pence does not seem that crazy. If he's Donald Trump thing. had no, like, like no, thing. but like like ten years ago before Trump was a thing, you would have never thought that you, someone could say that about fucking Pence. Well, there's, but now there's a that, couple things. Yeah, like, and that's terrifying. A couple, a couple things about Pence that I don't think a lot of people know. One, he took the job as vice president because he needed a job. He had, <laughs> that's he right. Had, I forgot about that. He had lost his radio yeah. show, and he needed something to do that made equal money of his radio show because he was going to be unemployed with like, yeah. a, you know, a substantial level of living already established and he was going to have to you know he's going to have to downsize his, his lifestyle quite a bit now of course he did bring the evangelicals to trump's side in in droves so that was his other thing he brought to the table but yeah governor of no, indiana i couldn't remember which state he was yeah governor mm-hmm. of indiana he was he was a shitty governor of indiana yeah. he was a shitty talk show if you go back and listen to his talk show it sucked oh yeah. my god it's just as interesting as you think a talk show with, with fucking yeah. mike pence would sound. um but also Mike Pence wanted to do the the coup. He wanted to do the coup. He just coup. knew he, he just, couldn't. Well, he just couldn't get anybody to tell him he would get tarred and feathered after. Yeah, 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 right. yeah. So, so he was like, "All right, here it is. I got these jackasses telling me that we just have to flip a couple states for Trump. Fine. Excuse me." I flip these dates for Trump. I'm the vice president for four more years. I can coast right into the White House after that. Um, I will be in a great place to run for the White House. I'll have all the Trump supporters thinking I'm, I'm the man because I saved him from losing the election. Blah, blah, blah. But every fucking person he asked, like, he called up, um, oh, God, Phil, you're going to have to help me here. War helmet. Dukakis. 
called up fucking Mike Dukakis, and it was like, who's the vice president under George uh, Herbert Walker Bush? Mm-hmm. It was like, hey, can I do this? And he's like, fuck no. no, you can't do this. Like he was calling anybody he could possibly call that he thought was respectable to tell him, yes, you can do this. Because not only did he want to do the coup, he was just worried about getting like hung later. And so if somebody were like, no, this is totally kosher. You can totally do this. He'd be like, deal, coup. Let's do this. But everybody told him it was a fucking stupid-ass idea. The only person that told him it would work was, like, Michael Flynn, Sidney Powell, and that Eastman idiot. And everybody knew they were stupid. Oh, and Rudy Giuliani, who's half in the bag the whole time. Yeah. That, I mean, and again, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm not saying he's some sort of, like, evil genius supervillain, but, like, he's not a fucking complete idiot. Like, no. he, he was looking for somebody. He's like, all right, I'm going to do this fucking thing, but I need to find somebody who told me it was okay, so if shit goes down, I can say they told me it was okay. Like, right. he was yep. looking for a fall guy. Yep. Um, you know, so, but I, at least, yeah, I mean, he sucks, don't get me wrong. Um, well, but to, to what Phil was saying and you were saying, like, I, I, I agree with Phil. DeSantis worries me way more than Trump for that yep. exact reason because DeSantis is not an idiot. He nope. just knows what to say, when to say it. Yep. Yep. Yeah, Trump's only draw, the only and, and I hate to give the man a compliment, he knows how to market, right? That, oh, that's, there's, that's, 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 he, that's, that's, that's established. That's, right? not, like, that's his gig. That's yeah, why that's, he has any money at all. It's who he yeah. is, right? Yeah. So, But he doesn't know the levers of government. You put these other guys yeah. in there and they know what they're doing. Yeah, like the problem. You hear a lot of stuff about Trump. Yeah, yeah. You hear a lot of stuff about Trump in person, like on a one-to-one level. Like, like people will tell you, like, yeah, on on the air he looks like a moron, but when you're in the room with him, like it's just you and him talking. Like he's very friendly. He's very charming. He knows what he's doing. He can schmooze. He knows all that shit. He's a salesman. But then when it comes down to the the policy nitty gritty of it, where he actually has to do the job, he's like, oh fucking no. Yeah, but like like you know, Mike Pence is the opposite. Yeah, (laughs) not. Not only like Phil was saying, does does somebody like DeSantis know what levers to pull and how to get it done? When DeSantis comes in, remember a lot of Trump's people washed out early because they were just idiots. Yeah, like he just hired you know he hired anybody he, that was a sycophant to him, mm-hmm. whether they could do the job or not, and they ended up you know washing out. Um, somebody like somebody like DeSantis would have would have an army of fucking competent. Um, competent GOP, um, I say asshats, but that's just me making a judgment, that would come into the White House in different levels of power because there's something like 2,000 political appointments that come in with each president. Mm-hmm. Like, there's some silly number of people mm-hmm. that the president just picks to be the guy or the or the woman. And all your you know, different three- and four-letter branches. Yeah, yeah. You serve and, at and the, the pleasure pe- of the president. Right, and the president and and uh, uh, the Santos presidency. I mean, I it's I can't. Four thousand. Four thousand. Yeah. Oh, it's, uh, Jesus Christ. Uh, about twelve hundred of the four thousand require Senate approval. Yeah, but like, I I I like visit our dad in Florida, but Florida sucks, and I don't want America to be like Florida. No. Uh, yeah, that yeah. that no, absolutely not. I uh, I don't need, I don't need Bugs Bunny to come to real life. Just saw it off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know exactly what cartoon you're talking about. That's hilarious. Oh well, just just so I can finish this list. Uh, da, 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 where did I leave off? I left off with. Uh, uh, oh yeah, so the third one they pre- tried to pressure uh, Mike Pence. Uh, talk all about how they tried to make, uh, pressure Mike Pence. Uh, the fourth um, hearing was um, all about uh, Trump calling um, federal election officials in Georgia and asking them to find votes. That was cool. A little bit of election fraud there. The sixth one was um, was 
uh, exclusive uh, with eyewitness accounts of Ka- uh, Ka- Cassidy Hutchinson talking about all the shit that went down in the White House uh, um, that day, how Trump was not doing anything, he, how he threw his hamburger, blah, blah, blah. Um, that was all her. The funny thing about uh, her testimony, all of your right-wing friends are going to be like, yeah, those Secret Service agents said that didn't happen. It's like, did they say it under oath? Because they until they until they come to testify and say it under oath, I don't give a shit what they say. Yeah, well, because she's the one guy who was, I, and this is what boggles my mind. I forget the guy's name. Um, was an active Secret Service agent, and Trump made him an advisor yeah. in the White House. Yeah. Right? He's and a well-known sycophant. Yes, has a massive issue with just not telling the truth. Period. Mm-hmm. Um, and he came out and was like, "No, that's not true." And then some DC cop who was on the motorcade was like, "No." No, it definitely happened. Yeah. There was a DC cop, like like Phil was saying, that said, like, no, I saw it. Like, he grabbed for some stuff. Like, there was a tussle. Yeah. And, but those two secret service agents are like, that didn't happen. And all my right-wing friends are like, see, they said it didn't happen. I was like, and then they're like, they want to testify. I was like, go testify. It's been like three weeks since they said that they yep. were going to testify. Why are they not testifying? Yeah. Well, because they deleted their text messages and emails. <sighs> that's, that's so funny. That's so funny. All of you, Pete. All all of you asshats that that chanted lock her up. If you if you're not chanting lock him up or lock them up, you just that that there you go. You're hypocrites. I don't give a shit. Y'all suck. Um. All right. Uh. The seventh. The seventh one showed. And this is my favorite. The seventh one showed how much Roger Stone and Michael Flynn were connected to helping uh Trump mobilize uh. Now this is this is the domestic militias. We're talking Oath Keepers and Proud Boys. Nice. To help, um, to help take care of this rally. Now, um, I know uh, uh, Phil and I have a uh, I have a mutual friend. You might not see it anymore on the facey spaces, but he's constantly saying that if there if it was an insurrection, why did nobody have guns? Well, a lot of people had guns. Yeah. A lot of people had guns taken from them, and the fucking oath keepers had guns stashed in Virginia. And other places outside of DC, and now this is gonna this is gonna hurt a lot of people's feelings because they knew they couldn't carry them into DC because DC's gun laws were too strict. Yeah. Huh. Then. Yeah. Very true. <laughs> good point. Very good fucking point. <laughs> uh, yeah. Heller just went right the fuck out the window, didn't it? Um, but uh, no, they they upheld Heller basically because of its precedent. I, I don't want to get into that. That'll make me mad. Um. Yeah, Roger Stone and Michael Flynn were, were were organizing all these other you know militia asshats to do do this stuff. That's so great. Um, and then uh, then then the, the last hearing was basically um, focused on the president's inaction and his um, uh, refusal to call off the attack personally. Um, I think you guys saw all his off outtakes and how his speech was re- rewritten. <laughs> like the speech said, the speech said that like. Um, everybody who participated in this rally will, will be prosecuted under the law, you know, da, 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 and Trump just like crosses all that out and says like, you know, you will pay. Like he didn't say anything about like, mm-hmm. if you rioted it, you know, he didn't want to say anything about how, um, the election was over. He didn't want to say that out loud. Um, he didn't want to say that if you, you know, if you were part of the riot, you were going to go to jail. He didn't want to say that. He wanted, he wanted to be like, Hey, if you were here for me, I got you dog. All you other asshats will do something later. Um, but yeah, so that was all about how uh, Donald Trump 
um, didn't want to stop the rally. The other thing that, I, and and if you guys have better information on this, please correct me. But I keep hearing, and, and I mean, Alex Jones is a liar. Donald Trump's a liar. Uh, but they keep saying that Donald Trump wanted 10,000 National Guard troops in in the Capitol and Nancy Pelosi vetoed it. Every time I look that up, because I hear it so often, I I see that there's no evidence that he made that request. Zero. Yeah. And but they just keep saying it, and that's like how this law works. Like I'm 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 a guy that knows he didn't fucking do that, and I hear it so much that I'm like, I mean, of course he did that, right? That's like, his mo. That. That's yeah. his mo, though. That's what he does. He just repeats yeah. it so frequently or so boisterously that at some point you get enough people to believe it. Yeah. And there you go. That's how that's how he won the fucking presidency. Yeah. Well, that's it's funny life. you mention that. Yeah, yeah. It, it's funny you mention that. It kind of to loop back around to what you and Shay were saying earlier about how, like, him being a salesman. One of the things that I think is is absolutely hilarious, and and Al, um, not Alex Jones, I'm sorry, um, John Oliver just nailed this in in a, a, a in an episode a couple of years ago, just talking about Trump and like how he talks. Like, if you listen to Trump speak, that showmanship, that delivery carries him through what he said you you get the gist of it even if his words are mush but if you write down the actual words he says and read them out loud it sounds like um you know somebody hit mother goose in the head with a chair like it makes no sense and even on, on their show they're like so this is what we did we started they like took one of trump's speeches and took like three sentences typed in the uh first couple words of his of his sentence and then let the apple autocorrect finish out the rest of it and they're like it's not even better it's not even better but yeah it, it i always love, i love it when people tell me that like joe biden can't even read off the teleprompter and donald trump some some type of yeah. perfect orator like this guy's a savant at reading yeah. and speaking no. I hope all those people that think that that Joe Biden can't... I mean, Joe Biden's old. I get it. Joe Biden was a gaff machine when he was younger. This is not going to get better when he's in his 80s. But, yeah, yeah. Show, show, you know, show, me, show me Trump reading something out loud. Cold reading something out loud. Live. Hand him an academic paper. Live. Yeah. No. Live. Yeah. Hand him an academic paper and have him read it out loud cold. Um, the other thing I want... Um, Everybody, everybody, when when Biden got his uh, little toe clip caught in his bike and fell over, and the uh, right wing lost it, I want you to show me video of Trump doing any activity doesn't that cannot be boiled down to standing. Like, oh, he plays golf. Yes, I play yeah, golf. That's a lot of standing. Yeah. Huh. He he's not walking the course, not getting exercise. He's and he, he apparently has at all of his courses he has his cart right that is uh-huh. faster. Than everybody else's, because he like cheats hey, his golf. I respect golf. that. I, re- I respect that. But he does it so that he can go get to where he thinks his ball went. Yeah, I read those stories back when when he was first when mm-hmm. he was the first president. I googled like Trump's golf game because like I'm okay at golf, and I don't own a golf course. If I owned a golf course, kind of like if I owned a pool table, I'd be a lot better at pool than He's I am. The best golfer on the face of the planet. Right. If all I had to do was be rich and play on my own golf course, I would be really great at it. First of all, so, Justin drinks too much to be the best golfer on the planet, but he would be better than he is now. That's true. That There is there's a lot of truth in that statement. Um, but So when somebody tells me Trump's a good golfer, 
I have no problem believing that because if you own golf courses and you're on them all the time, you have to be a pretty good golfer. Like yeah. just out of osmosis, you get better, right? Yeah. And then, but then, um, you hear people talk about how he cheats, and I'm like, okay, that's that's fine. Like my my um my scoutmaster when we were in high school and stuff, we never let him keep score when we played putt putt or golf because he cheated. Like we knew he cheated. Like he would just straight out fucking cheat, and we're like, damn it, Jim. He's like, what? I got a three there. You know, and so like it's sometimes it's funny when people cheat. You tell me Trump cheats in golf. Okay, that's completely on par with his personality. I would even right. I would even be I would actually support hundred percent. Yeah. If I find out that like he's on the golf course and he's cheating, you're like, sir, that's not how many. He's like presidential privilege, executive privilege. Yeah. <laughs> that, was a, that was a hole in one executive privilege. Yeah. <laughs> I, will, I will have I will have your ass drone striked. Yeah, okay. Let's... Um. But yeah, like I mean, I uh, we we have fraternity brothers I've played with, uh, Phil that have you know, uh, whack it into the woods, and uh, they whack it into the woods. We hear them hit like six or seven trees. They whack it back out of the woods, put in for they they three put in. And they tell us they got a seven. Yeah. <laughs> well, like like you were fourteen in the woods, buddy. I don't know what the hell you know, and uh, so that's fine, whatever. But one one of the one article I I read it was like right after Trump was president. It was like something like Golf Magazine, and these guys were doing everything but just like flicking the tip of Trump's penis with their tongue. They're like, "Well, Trump is six three, solid build, and when he pulls back that club, you can just tell the power power just just curled up in those arms." Like it went it went on and on and on. It was it was yeah it was I was reading like, "Come on, guys!" Like unless you were unless you had business before the you know the House the House Senate Committee or something. Like why are we writing this? Come on. Yeah, it was it was pretty gross. Um, yeah, but you know it is what it is. Um, all right, guys, like we should wrap this up so everybody can get to bed, or at least Phil can get to bed. <laughs> um, fun stuff. What's everybody watching? What will we playing? Are we watching? I, I know Phil probably don't get to watch as much as you you want to, but is there no. something that you uh you, you you something you throw on while you're trying to get the baby to to stop shitting up its back? No, no. It's been a lot of like local news. Exciting. Man, yeah, that's fun. Don't you Hashtag fucking love suburb. local news? Always looks the same, no matter where it's. Oh, it's, it doesn't it's like, like, like you know, the Denver local news looks like the same shit that I had in Huntington. Like it's great. Yeah, it cracks me up. I fucking love local news. No, yeah, there's nothing. Well, every now and then they'll be like, "Guess who who raised the biggest squirrel this year?" <laughs> yeah. Well, oh, nice. Let's talk about that shit. Love that shit. Yeah. 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 I mean. Everybody wants to make fun of it, but well, and, and Shay, there is a reason that they all look the same. They're usually owned by the same company, and a lot of them get. Um, yeah, that is also uh, true. What what is that? Is it Kincaid? Um, is it Kincaid Media? Am I am I making that up? No, yeah, you're on the right track there. But like, have you send, seen the montage video of them all saying the exact yeah. same thing? Yeah, there's there's a cable company. Oh, it's not Kincaid though. It's it's sent Sincade something like that. that it's something sense. like, but they they own like so many local radio uh, uh, radio and TV stations. And Shay, if you haven't seen this, like John um, John uh, John Oliver did this skit too. Like th- they have these Sinclair, thank you, um, Sinclair Broadcasting. There it is. Um, but they have these these must air. Things that they that they they push out, Shay. So like, whoever the anchor is is saying the same thing in Denver that they're saying. Oh, I've seen those. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. We had a bunch. It's of fucking terrifying, is on. what it is. Especially when you see the uh, the supercut. Yeah. Yeah. 
What were you saying, Phil? We had a bunch of anchors in Cincinnati quit because of it. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Sinclair's problem was is they had those must-airs, and they were all basically propaganda. Yeah. It was like shit Newsmax and OAN would play, but yeah. it's on your local Fox affiliate or your ABC affiliate. Yeah. I, I, I would have to look more into Sinclair to see who Ours who was a CBS. Was it? Mm-hmm. I knew it wasn't just like one network, but they're yeah, crazy. they don't they don't care who the network is. They just if if they're for sale, they're going after them. Yeah, they don't mess around. No, they don't. Don't mess around. Yeah, that uh, that's really the scary the scary part, right? That's like if Mike Lindell had the money to just buy TV oh. stations, like put Mike that in Lindell. your brain. Mike Lindell, I have so he, many pillows. He is, he's so special. His um, apparently he's going to do another like cyber symposium. God yes. Um, that he says two billion Sign people watch. Up. You know that's like one fifth of the planet, by the way. No. Um, you think he mispronounced yeah. it? The million. Uh, I think he's an idiot. Either way, but um, but yeah, I, I I watched large chunks of that first cyber symposium, and I I laughed until I almost peed when it was announced that. The place that Mike got all this election data from was this guy that had already been like caught by the FBI um, for just faking a terrorist like watch software. This guy, quote unquote, created software that would read hidden barcodes on Al Jazeera broadcasts, and then he would he would translate them for the uh, I guess it'd be the Homeland um, Security. And, like, for a couple of years, he did this. And he was paid buttloads of money for this service. And then finally, like, I think it was a French a French company was like, wait a minute, none of this makes sense. And they were like, first of all, there's no barcodes on this thing. And, and like, there's... The, and they basically, they basically pointed out that he was just making it up. Like, he made software that just automatically generated things. And that's funny enough, but, like... We did shit in the United States based off of it. Like, our terror threat went up and down based on this guy making up nonsense. Like, flights were canceled because mm-hmm. this guy had a bad day. Um, and that's the guy Mike Lindell got this data from. That's awesome. That's so good. Yeah. When that was announced, I was like, no way. Because, um, yeah. Your uh, barcode. Let's see if I can find this guy's name real quick. Um, so, any, anything else? In, yeah, so, so, you know, unfortunately... Uh, Phil has a baby. He's yeah. not watching anything. What are you watching, Shay? Uh, I need to sit down and watch um, the new season of Stranger Things, which I still haven't done. Um, I went and saw Thor: Love and Thunder with you. That was dope. I went. That was fun. I went and saw. Uh, was it? I can't ever remember the guy's name. Um, is it Jordan Peele from Key and Peele? Yeah. Uh, no. Nope. Yes. Yeah. I, I first. I haven't seen that yet either. No, that's a fun one. That's a fun one. Um. And then uh, I haven't really been playing anything. Really, I've just been fucking around. So I need I need to uh, uh, buckle down and finish a couple of games I started last month. Apparently, they have a new um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles brawler. Ah, uh, it's, it's like fun as fuck. I I I, buddy, I, I we pl- I played a bunch of that while I was back in Huntington, and it was it was I fun. Was this close, I don't want to buy the online version. I want to buy the disc, mm-hmm. and that doesn't come out till like next month. Yeah, but I've been I've been drunk and this close to buying it anyway. You, you know, like I'll you buy you, it, you, you like, people in your discs. I know. 
I don't. I don't think anything I own besides my PlayStation even has a has a drive anymore. Not really. Yeah, my computer. There's a hole where the disk drive. Where did I? Okay, so that also begs the question: Where the fuck is my disk drive? What the fuck? Yeah, who cares? All right. Shay's having his own existential crisis over here. My PlayStation has a disk drive because I've got a PS4. Um, I've got a USB disk drive that we bought for an all-in-one my wife yeah. purchased a few years ago it's a, it's a garbage garbage computer but I was like oh well we gotta have a disk drive and I've got my uh, I've got my old CD and DVD book sitting in the uh, TV oh, yeah. I love it I will never ever get oh, rid no. of it I wish ever. I still had my CD book but it's, it's, it's lost to the mist of time yeah, Rachel, Rachel and I were talking about that when we, when we were thinking about moving. She's like, we should really do something with this. Like, you mean keep it forever? Yeah, what are you talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Keep it right <laughs> where it is. Yeah, Taylor wanted yeah. me to throw that away, and I said, absolutely not. Not happening. Oh, yeah. Um, I have, like, like Shay was saying, I have watched the Stranger Things. That was good. Um, this latest season of Trainers Thieves was good. Um, of course, I finished The Boys. That was hilarious. Oh, yeah, I did finish The Boys. That was good, too. Um, I'm catching up on Lois and Clark. That's fun. Um, oh, that's a good... I haven't I haven't followed that in a couple of weeks. I should I should catch yeah, up. I think I'm like I think I'm like two from the end of the series. It was pretty silly. I mean, it's CW, so what do you expect? Yeah, right? that's, I mean, that's... it's... Yeah. Um, I will say... I caught the black phone... That is a, a solid horror flick, good solid horror flick, um, and uh, so if you know Phil, if you and the wife have a, have a, a night that, that you, it's not it's not that long, it's like maybe an hour and a half tops. It's a good solid horror flick. Um, I'm kind of pissed at Joe Hill, which is Stephen King's son. That's what he that's the name he writes under. So this was based off of a short story that uh, Stephen King's son wrote, Joe Hill in a compilation, like a short story compilation. And so I, I, I bought the book for Rachel years ago, so I pulled it off the shelf and read it. Um, that whole movie is based off of a um, short story that I think is 18 pages long. <laughs> so imagine like sitting down on a Saturday and pounding out a short story, and then it turned into a multi-million dollar movie. Like, how, how, do, how, do, how do people do this? You knock like, out why an 18-page short story in, what, 45 minutes. Yeah. And now it's an hour and a half movie. Get out of here. Worth, worth worth millions of dollars, you know. I don't know what percentage she's getting on the back end, but it's not nothing. Yeah, but uh, no, solid horror flick. Uh, of course, Ethan Hawke fucking uh, fucking carries it. Um, but it's good. It's a good story. Um, and I am into Westworld. Have you, have you guys watched Westworld? I think I Stopped watched the first after the first two seasons, three episodes or some shit. Now I I I I, I can pick up both of your 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 um hesitation i would say that uh phil i was not a, as much of a fan of the second third season as i was of the first season first season was like introduction to westworld is amazing yeah you know all about all about the uh the maze to get to the to the to the heart of the mind and, and become sentient second and third seasons were like very kind of chaotic very random i thought the story was um this fourth season is a very direct um narrative about all of the hosts that have gotten out of Westworld are like Ooh. replacing people in power. Like it's 
There's no like who's this and who's that, who's really in that person's head. But they look like those, that person, but are they really that person? None of that horseshit. It's like, we're going to replace the fucking vice president of the United States. Watch us do it. And it's like, fuck. We, have you, yeah. Basic Bitches, ever seen the movie? I have. I did not like the movie. It's awesome. Yul Brenner's a man. I love that shit. That is, fun fact, the Westworld movie, it's like the early, was it 70, when did Star Wars come out? Yeah, it's like 76. No, it can't, yeah, 76, when did Star Wars come out? Because. 74? No, 74 or so, because it was before Star Wars. Um, 73. Yeah, okay. Uh, And then West, because Westworld was the uh, first use of a yeah okay westward was 73 star wars was 74 that's right so it's still true uh something like that yeah sorry i had to read it but uh westworld 73 was the first use of a fully digital effect like in a shot like it was the first fully digital shot in a movie ever um it was terrible i can't remember um it's i think it's it's uh it looks so bad uh well no it's it's like uh if if i had I, i actually don't know what the shot is but if i had to guess it's it's like a, a shot from the point of view of the robot and like the whole image is like digitally it's like sta- digital static and shit and there's a bunch of like readouts and stuff um, and it, yeah that shit's fucking awesome that's what they base the uh, itchy and scratchy land on the Simpsons that uh, Treehouse of Horrors is based off Westworld yeah <laughs> back my, that my, shit my, classic my big problem with the original Westworld movie is that I mean it's cool I mean like it's cool in in it in that you know in seventy three they were they were trying to tell the story, but like there's no explanation whatsoever why like all of a sudden all the hosts in the, in Westworld go nuts. There's just no explanation. Whatsoever. Oh yeah, it's, just, well I mean there's not there's not like a, that, well you know that's that's science fiction in the seventies. That's that's like it's very much a product <laughs> of the time because like very true. a lot of modern sci fi movies hold your hand and walk in like it's just like a chaos. Like there's one scene where a scientist was like I told you there was a chance this could happen. It's just spontaneous. A sentence, you know, sentience. It's just, and then it's like, uh, um, you know, and it, it's from one of my favorite eras of science fiction because Alien does this too, where it shows you, which is arguably you know, a much better movie, um, when it shows the a mother, the computer. It Westworld does that too, where they're like, look, a computer. Be impressed yeah, yeah. that there's a computer. Like, there's just a dial with just a, a wall with a bunch of switches, and lights that don't mean fucking anything. I love that shit. So I'm on a website called Sticky Media, uh, yeah, StickyMedia.com, and it's the history of uh, CGI in movies. Yeah. And they're talking about CGI back into the 50s with, like, computer-generated animation. Yeah, Yeah, dude, CGI and effects, that shit gets real wonky once you start arguing how to define the term. Exactly. Yeah, it's real weird. You can go all day with that shit. Well, it's like the scene from, uh, I forget what episode of Family Guy, right, but Stewie is dancing with um, this live action movie guy that I, yeah, for, it's from a musical, yeah, yeah. Um, and the original character was Jerry Mouse. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, to Shay's credit here, um, they this uh, this is listing in CGI in the 1970s, Westworld 1973, first blend of digital animation yeah. and live action yeah, feature film. Yeah. Uh, collaboration produced altered view of reality of the android. So, like Shay was saying, it's what the android was seeing. And, um, yeah, it's pretty cute. I mean, it's, 
it's it's what it is. It's Michael Crichton's first movie. I fucking love that shit. But no, I've I've never heard. Everybody says they hate the second and third seasons of that show, so I just never got into it. It's on my list. Like I still like there's I've, dude. I've watched almost all 15 seasons of Supernatural, and I watched all of fucking uh uh what's that stu- Smallville. So, um, but uh, oh, this is the scene. This is this is for for our audience. We're watching a yeah a video, which you yeah see it's. Oh, so the android is seeing where the other guy went. Yeah, okay. yeah. So it's just like showing footprints. Yeah, that's that's your printer, man. He's fucking the man. Fight, you know, if you're talking like classic Western actors, Once Upon a Time in the West. God damn, so good. I did watch seven. the uh, South Park COVID specials. Those are fun. There's, I haven't seen those. There's new ones like Streaming Wars yeah. now. I don't know. Yeah, there's, the there's, they're pretty on point. Oh, well, that's on Paramount Plus, which does remind me I uh, finished uh, Star Trek: Strange New Worlds, and that shit fucks. That's that's another thing. That shit is so if, good. Uh, um, I, hate, I hate to keep doing this, Phil, but if I know you got baby time, but if if you get get some time off, the the uh, new um, Star Trek: Strange, Strange Worlds on uh, Paramount. Nice. It's so good. I, so my mom was a big Star Trek fan back in the day. Um, I didn't get much into it when it was. Oh, uh, was Lost in Space like late nineties? No, that's the sixties. Okay. Yeah. What was the what was the series in the late nineties? Uh next gen. That. There was next gen DS nine or Voyager. Okay. I fi- uh, I had I had like an action figure. Um some bearded guy, right, that had like Nice. I I don't know, but So anyway, you don't know Star Trek very well is what you're trying to all. say. There at you go. All. Uh, but I did enjoy the movies that had uh, was that Chris Pine. Those are fun. Yeah. I did enjoy. Yeah, those. those are fun. Those were good. So Strange Strange, uh, Strange New Worlds takes place um, in uh, before the original series where Captain Pike is in charge of the Enterprise, mm. and then Kirk takes over. You know, in in the original series, Kirk had taken over um, command from Pike because he had been. Uh, <laughs> obliterated, basically, like he was, all he muti- was hurt. Yeah, all mutilated. Yeah, he was. He was. He was hurt and put in what the, you know their equivalent of a weird wheelchair. And um, beep beep. Yeah, he beeps. He beeps his answers back and forth to everybody. But in this one, it, like there, something happened, and 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 we don't need to get into it. But something happened in an earlier series in Discovery, where he was able to see his future being all all messed up. Excuse me. And and a lot of the the series is like him knowing what his fate is and deciding whether he should change it or you know because he knows he saves like x number of of new recruits when when he gets he gets mangled so he's like all right can I can I save everybody if I save everybody what does that do to the timeline like if am I gonna fuck up everything and it turns out you know he would fuck up everything but it's a really good show really good show really well done. But yeah, if you, if you get a chance, I would totally recommend it. You don't even really have to know any Star Trek shit. No, but it helps. Stuff is, it's, well, of course it helps. But like that, yeah. it, those kind of movie or movies and shows, they, they are enjoyable. I just gotta have the time. Yeah. Oh, I understand. And and I like I like Strange Strange New Worlds because like I know some Star Trek shit, but I don't know any anywhere near like all the Star Trek shit. So it's just like all I need to know is like this is the this is the captain before um, you know Kirk. All right. Let's roll. Oh, I don't give a shit. So I had to Google it. Uh, I had a Commander Riker 
action figure. Ah, nice. Of course. <laughs> when you said beard, I thought well, Worf. It's, almost, it's either, but... yeah, Worf, oh yeah, I can see. He, he had a goatee, not really a beard. Ah, good call. Thank you, Shay. You're welcome. You, Shay. Shay. Shay is technically correct, which is the best kind of mm-hmm. correct. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, guys, oh, so yeah. let's wrap this there up. Let... Let's see if you guys can't see this. Uh, sure can. Damn green, green screen. Oh, I saw it, yeah. It I know the figure stars. you're talking about. Space Talk series. Space nice. Talk. That's gross. It was fantastic. Well, let's go ahead and wrap this up, guys. Let's get, let's let, uh, so uh, Phil gets get some dad sleep. Um, uh, I am gonna go downstairs and uh, watch uh, at least one or two episodes of uh, Westworld. So I'm not gonna go to bed anytime soon, and then I'm gonna hate myself in the morning. Yep, I'm gonna take this dog out. Enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. I'm also gonna take the dog out first, and then yeah. uh, Phil. It was good to see you. Yeah, good to talk to you. you. As well, congratulations on the baby Thank and you. the move and the job Thank shay you. uh i spent way too much fucking time with you lately so yeah go, yeah, was, yeah was, that's too much that's good until it next was passable yeah it was passable um as always we hope you enjoy this as much as we enjoy doing it i doubt it though um, i probably yeah i'm that's a hard doubt too yeah you know, i wouldn't listen to this podcast fun fact never have <laughs> yeah i listen to it to make sure i can take out the things i wish i hadn't said yes um but as always, you should be able to find this podcast anywhere you find uh, where your podcasts live. Um, you can hit us up um, at Twitter. It's at Woodscast1776. Um, Facebook at Woodscast1776. And then uh, your Gmail is, of course, thewoodscast1776 at gmail.com. Because fuck Alex Jones and all his shtick. Uh, it's not that hard to get not, not get kicked off of all these platforms. Um, Phil, good talk to you. Like I said, good talk to you. Phil, say goodbye to the nice people. Bye to the nice people. Yeah, and uh, Shay, um, remember what Captain Hydra says, seize the means of production. Seize them. Seize them good. <laughs>